Welcome to the 39th episode of our podcast series for advisors considering the independent space. Today's episode is the top seven turnkey models that are rocking the independent landscape. I'm Mindy Diamond, and this is Mindy Diamond on Independence. This podcast is available on our website, diamond-consultants.com and on wealthmanagement.com, as well as iTunes and other resources. The industry landscape has expanded exponentially with new high-quality options for independent-minded advisors being born every day. But this expanded waterfall of possibility has also created waves of confusion between models and options. Advisors who are considering the space are fraught with questions. What is a service provider? What's a platform firm? What category does Rockefeller fall into? What does Dynasty do? What is the difference between having your own ADV and being part of a joint one? And quite frankly, why does it matter? And many more. In this episode, I've asked Lewis Diamond to join me. Together, we're going to work to impart some order amongst what can be a dizzying array of options and provide you with useful, actionable information to help you better understand where all the pieces fit. Lewis, thank you for joining me. Happy to be here. It is a conversation we often have, not only with advisors, but also amongst our own team. Everyone is trying to get their arms around this brave new world. The independent space seems to have taken on a life of its own. But I think before we go further, it's very important to take a step back and look first at how we got here and why such exponential growth is taking place. That's for sure. So as legacy players increase their offerings and new players hit the street with what seems to be almost daily frequency, it can be hard to keep track, even for folks like us who work in the space. So let's take a step back in time. The 2008 financial crisis created a whole generation of disenfranchised wirehouse advisors. Prior to this, independence was just for the fiercely entrepreneurial or for those who wanted to play more golf than manage wealth. So when Merrill superstars Mark Sear and David Ho launched the iconic Luminous Capital in 2008, they were an outlier for sure. Hell-bent on creating an enterprise that could be monetized for maximum value, they built their RIA the right way. They hired a professional COO and then rolled up their sleeves to build a robust infrastructure, scale, and amazing business with top advisor talent. And for anyone who isn't aware, Mark and David ultimately sold Luminous Capital to First Republic Bank for a whopping $125 million. The RIA space has been around since the 80s, when Charles Schwab began offering independent advisors a fee-based platform. But still, most wirehouse advisors, even those who acknowledged that having more freedom and control was incredibly important to them, wouldn't have thought of making the leap to independence because it lacked two key elements, upfront money and a turnkey mechanism to get there. Yes, all true. And it really wasn't until a few brave leaders proactively descended upon the space, identifying major gaps in services, support, and capital structure available to entrepreneurial captive wirehouse teams that today's diaspora gained real traction. Between 2006 and 2010, Maverick leaders and disruptors in the space, Rudy Adolph, Cheryl Penny, and Elliot Weisbluth, created their own versions of independence that addressed the common objections and roadblocks 
they knew advisors and ex-colleagues raised about making the leap. Today, the RIA space is growing faster than any other channel in the wealth management industry. Still, many captive advisors scratch their heads with overwhelm at the seemingly endless and confusing list of options, which led us to take a closer look at this new world order and give our listeners an overview of how seven of the most popular options came to be, what their visionary creators set out to solve for, and which advisors are best suited for them. Let's begin by looking at the different versions of independence. Essentially, we're talking about three different categories quasi-independents, independent broker-dealers, and registered investment advisors, or RIA hybrids. At a high level, quasi-independent firms are ones where advisors are not really independent at all, but instead W-2 employees operating with much more freedom and flexibility than they had as an employee of a brokerage firm. Rockefeller Capital Management and Steward Partners are great examples of this category. In the IBD space, we have major names like LPL Financial, Wells Fargo Finet, Raymond James, and Commonwealth, just to name a few. These firms offer a broker-dealer platform, upfront transition capital, technology, compliance, and operations support for advisors to become 1099 independent contractors. And then finally, we have the RIA and RIA hybrid firms, where advisors have maximum control and flexibility over their businesses. This category, more than any other, has seen explosive growth because advisor sentiment has changed so much. As advisors began to think about their business as a business, the appeal of building long-term enterprise value has become tantamount to any short-term windfall. While the RIA space offers an entrepreneurial advisor the most control, it also takes the greatest amount of work and energy to get from here to there. So let's look at some of the firms that have become the most popular options today within the RIA space. Advisors can certainly choose to build their own firm by leveraging the resources of custodians like Fidelity, Schwab, Pershing, and TD, and doing so without involving any capital or strategic partners. But service providers, platform firms, and investors have made it possible for advisors who aren't do-it-yourselfers to launch an independent business in a turnkey fashion. It's the addition of these firms to the landscape that has made it possible for literally hundreds of breakaways to realize their dreams of independence, something that just wouldn't have been possible without them. Let's unpack some of the distinguishing characteristics of each so that it is less confusing to tell them apart and decide where an advisor might belong. And with an independent landscape as vast as it is, we're highlighting only seven popular options today, but there are of course many, many more. Starting with the least independent options, looking more closely at three quasi-independent firms, names you've likely been hearing a lot more about lately. The first one, First Republic Wealth Management, with over 170 wealth managers and $100 billion of assets under management, First Republic is one of the largest corporate RIAs in the country, offering an employee model for truly elite teams. Advisors gain access to a sophisticated banking and lending platform, a real referral mechanism from the bank, and a highly entrepreneurial and nimble culture, especially for a bank. Additionally, First Republic pays some of the most aggressive recruiting deals in the industry. Stewart Partners would be the second one. Jim Gold and Michael Moore built Stewart after leaving Morgan Stanley in 2015. It's a story that Jim describes in an interview I did with him in episode 36 of this series. 
The duo knew Wirehouse colleagues wanted many of the freedoms of independence, but didn't want to build something from scratch. So Stewart is an independent firm leveraging Raymond James, where advisors have far more freedom than at a wirehouse, but are still W-2 employees and partners and receive upfront transition deals, including equity in the overall entity. Today, Stewart has over 100 advisors in 18 offices. And of course, Rockefeller Capital Management. Rockefeller is a relatively new entrant into wealth management but has actually been in existence as the first family office in America since 1882. Today, with Greg Fleming at the helm and backing by private equity firm Viking Global, Rockefeller is building an elite boutique for multi-million dollar advisors and their affluent clients. Chris Dupuy, the firm's COO and guest of episode 37 in this series, talked at length about how they are leveraging the family office, asset management, strategic advisory, and trust company platform that Rockefeller brings to the table. In addition, they also have bespoke alternative investments in cutting-edge technology for advisors. Advisors join as employees with an aggressive recruiting deal and equity for early adopters. They've had tremendous success out of the gate with no signs of that slowing down anytime soon. And for sure, there are plenty of other quality firms that fit into the same quasi-independent category. In fact, it's probably the category that seems to be growing the fastest. But let's turn our focus to the most independent option, Dynasty Financial Partners. Founded in 2010 by legacy Smith Barney leader Cheryl Penny, Dynasty Financial Partners is a wealth management platform firm designed for top independent-minded teams. With over $35 billion in assets on its platform across 50-plus RIA network partners today, Dynasty offers a customized open architecture platform that integrates technology, reporting, custody, investment management, and alternative strategies. The firm sets advisors up on its own ADV to enable maximum control and ownership. With the backing of a rock star board of directors, Dynasty has built the best-in-class service provider that acts as a completion strategy to the custodians, the ultimate easy button to quote Cheryl Penny for independence. If you'd like to learn more about the model, listen to episode 22 of this series. Sanctuary Wealth Partners is yet another RIA platform firm. It's a relatively new yet highly successful hybrid RIA platform that owns a 100-plus-year-old broker-dealer David A. Noyes and Company. The firm offers a partnered independence model for advisors to leverage as they build their businesses. Advisors join Sanctuary's RIA as 1099 independent contractors so they can offload all the compliance, operations, and technology responsibilities and are offered transition money upfront plus equity in the overall entity. Jim Dixon talked about this in episode 26, how as a career Merrill executive, he saw a gap in the RIA space when creating Sanctuary. He knew from old colleagues that many advisors longed for the benefits of business ownership, equity in something greater than themselves, upfront capital for deferred compensation, but didn't necessarily want to worry about the middle and back office responsibilities. So next we come to the capital partners, the first of which is Focus Financial Partners. In operation since 2006 and a public company since 2018, Focus Financial is a boutique private equity investor in roughly 60 elite RIAs throughout the country. A number of their partner firms were ex-wirehouse teams who tapped Focus to help turnkey the launch and ongoing support of their RIA firms. 
Different from many other capital partners, Focus becomes a permanent investor in an RIA by providing significant upfront capital, a means of bringing their growth to the public markets, and ongoing M&A expertise. Focus allows growth-oriented business owners to monetize their life's work, yet still retain control and an entrepreneurial spirit. Next up is Hightower Advisors. Once considered a marquee name in this quasi-independent space, it has since morphed into an investor in independent businesses. With $70 billion plus of assets under management, Hightower operates as a hybrid RIA platform that enables advisors to run their businesses as they see fit, but with the scale and support of a national organization behind them. Advisors join Hightower's RIA and form ADV and also register with their broker-dealer. For advisors looking to monetize all or a portion of their businesses, Hightower will invest in quality independent firms and wirehouse breakaways, offering deals that are a customized mix of cash and Hightower equity and the promise of a scaled platform that will serve as a rising tide to lift all boats. No doubt, the expanded landscape has led to an extraordinary set of options for advisors looking for greater freedom and flexibility to build and grow their businesses as they see fit. Throughout the spectrum, there are now options for just about every advisor, from those who want some independence with guardrails to those who want complete control and customization. And while we've covered the top seven options we're asked most about, there are certainly many others that offer their own unique values and opportunities. But even before you look at the possibilities, we counsel advisors to take a step back and create a focused and strategic approach to begin with the end in mind. You can start the process by asking yourself, what is my vision of utopia? What are the things I'm looking to solve for? What support do I get from my firm that would be important to replicate? How entrepreneurial am I? What are my goals over the next five to 10 years? These are part of a series of thought-provoking questions that we share or ask advisors who come to us for guidance. The answers help steer the exploration process and help you find your own utopian version of independence. I'm happy to share the full list of questions with you. Just send me an email at mdiamond at diamond-consultants.com. Also, be sure to check out this episode's webpage for links to some of the episodes we mentioned and articles related to this show. And of course, many thanks to Lewis Diamond for joining me today. In our next episode, we'll be talking about inorganic growth strategies with Chip Munn, co-founder and managing partner of Signature Wealth Group. Chip left Hilliard Lyons in 2016 with $300 million in assets under management. By the end of 2018, Signature Wealth was managing $1.2 billion. He'll talk about how this hybrid RIA has created such extraordinary growth, not only organically, but through smart acquisitions. So I hope you'll join us. Until then, I encourage you to visit our website, diamond-consultants.com, and click on the tools and resources link for valuable content. And if you're not a recipient of our weekly email, Perspectives for Advisors, click on the blog link to browse recent articles. Feel free to email or call me if you have specific questions. I can be reached at 
or again by email mdiamond at diamond-consultants.com. Please note that all requests are handled with complete discretion and confidentiality. Thank you for listening. I also want to thank wealthmanagement.com for sharing this podcast with their viewers and subscribers. This is Mindy Diamond on Independence.